0: Welcome back to All the Sins of Wisconsin. I'm Fallon, and I am here with Mims. How are you? I am doing swell. Me too.
1: I'm a little irritated, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But we're here, and we're doing this. Yes, we are.
0: And I forgot all of the true crime news from the week. Yeah.
1: I, I had none. I didn't bring any. I'm ill-prepared, but um, I'm doing the best I can.
0: <laughs> right. I feel like... <laughs> September disappeared, it's already the 11th oh, yeah. of October, and I don't know how or why, where the days are going.
1: <laughs> where are the days going? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I like that. Yeah.
0: Is it really? The middle of October already? Yeah. Yeah. We're already here. And we I haven't so- even changed my calendar off to September yet.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <Ooh>. that's right.
0: <laughs> so,
1: I clearly don't know what's going on. We're really close to Halloween, and I'm pumped.
0: Yeah, I love Halloween. hmm mm-hmm. The leaves are beautiful.
1: Yeah, they, they really are. This is the best time right now. And it's 75 degrees outside. I know. I stepped out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's warm. It's warm and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be mad about it.
0: And now we're going to tell you about scary, terrible things. <laughs> and this is why you're here. <laughs> yes. So, anyways start us off today with some more terrible story more terrible stories
1: (laughs) this one okay every story is sad and depressing because Mm -hmm. something bad happens but this one is the on the lower end of terrible things that i've brought to your life and mind and good no nightmares no nightmare hopefully no nightmares
0: so some of my stories are scary so i don't know
1: Okay, well, we need a balance, <laughs> I guess. Ying to yang. So, yes. here we go. All right. So, we did Jesse Anderson last week, and this week we're doing Christopher Scarver, and um, we're just continuing on the Dahmer October. I got my sources from WebMD, Wikipedia, Distractify, The New York Post. And I believe there's a Murderpedia article in there, too. Uh, So Christopher was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He is the second of five children. He went to James Madison High School before dropping out of school in the 11th grade. And it's like, you're so close.
0: Man, that last year is rough, though. (laughs) That was like the easiest year for me.
1: I don't know why. Everybody was so like... I don't know. And it was so, like, art-based
0: for me. Yeah. I I was just like, why am I still here?
1: (laughs) Just already (laughs) over it. I get that.
0: Um, So
1: that triggered more trouble as his alcoholism led his mother, kicking him out of the family home. So he dropped out. He had an alcohol dependency. His mom wasn't having any of it. So he was homeless. Christopher then started a job as a trainee (coughs) carpenter at a Wisconsin Conservation Corps job program just trying to get his life together. Um, If you hear toys...
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have a guest We have a
1: guest and um, just bear with us. (laughs) Uh, Where was I? So carpenter at a Wisconsin... conservation Corps job program, just trying to get his life together. Uh, but with life, nothing is certain. And we as people face challenges, mm-hmm. even when you're trying. So Edward Patz, who hired Christopher, promised that upon completion of this program, he would be hired full time. But Edward Patz no longer worked there. And as a result, Christopher's full position never happened. And it was something... It wasn't something that the new boss was willing to honor. Mm. So just kind of like...
0: that's Another dig, yeah. Yeah.
1: So Christopher didn't take that well, and he began drinking heavily again. And the drinking then triggered something weird to happen within Christopher's mind. He would hear voices telling him he was the chosen one. This then worried him, so then he himself went to a doctor where he was later diagnosed with schizophrenia and was said to have been suffering from messianic uh, delusions and what that means is that when somebody is has a complex of being like a savior or a messiah mm. they think that they're like he said the chosen one uh, so this complex along with schizophrenia, drinking and the thought that people in your life betray you and don't have your back like his mom and his former boss could turn deadly and that's what happened with this story So let's jump into what led Christopher down the life of crime. On June 1st, 1990, Christopher went to the Wisconsin Conservation Corp. Training Program office and found site manager John Fayan and employee Stephen Lohman. Due to his anger of what had happened with his failed promise of full-time employment, he forced Stephen down to the ground at gunpoint. Uh, Christopher demanded that John give him money, and John then produced $15 to give to him. Oh my god. Which then turned up the anger within yeah. Christopher. Obviously he didn't go there for fifteen dollars. He was committing a serious crime and it was offensive to him that he could only be offered that little. Yeah. Like he's literally rather off
0: saying I don't have any cash on me than trying to give somebody fifteen dollars. I would be less
1: offended, yeah. Yeah. If I if somebody was like, Yeah, I don't got it. People say that. Yeah. Rather than here's fifteen dollars, we'll get a cab or something. Like Yeah. He has a gun, (laughs) sir. Right. So uh, Christopher then shot Stephen once in the head, killing him right away, uh, then in there, and then Christopher then turned to John, who he was initially asking for the money from, and said, quote, now do you think I'm kidding? I need more money, end quote. Mm-hmm. And then he shot Stephen two more times post-mortem, they didn't know that, though, which made John write a $3,000 check made out to Christopher he then took the check, fired a shot at John as he started to run to his car. Luckily, the shot missed John, so he wasn't hurt. He was quickly arrested and then booked. Hmm. Christopher Scarber was convicted and sentenced to life in prison and sent to Columbia Correctional Institution in Portage, Wisconsin in 1982. But if you listen to the last episode, we all know that that's not where his story ends. Right. Before Christopher took things into his own hands, there were things that triggered him uh, about both men that I talked about in our last episode that he didn't like about them. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a slow buildup, I would think.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but one thing that Jeffrey did do that bothered Christopher that I didn't mention before was that Jeffrey would pretend that certain prison food would be limbs and then drizzle ketchup as blood on top of it, along with other morbid and insensitive things. Mm. Um, and that would disturb a lot of people, including Christopher. Yeah. Everybody knew his crimes. Everybody knew what he meant. Everybody knew what he did. And for that to be basically insinuated in front of people, especially... Um, uh, a member of that community that was affected is just so insensitive and so disgusting. I don't know how he wasn't, like, shanked. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I condone that. <laughs> uh, okay, so on the morning of November 28th, uh, 1994, Christopher was assigned to clean the gym of the prison with two other inmates, and we all know Jesse Anderson and, of course, Jeffrey Dahmer. All three were not shackled. I did not mention that before. They were cleaning the prison, uh, gym toilet, uh, and then the corrections officers left them, the three of them, unsupervised, which is a really bad idea.
0: Uh, is that normally how it goes, though? I think it is.
1: I, I I would assume that they would know that this is not a, like the three musketeers though like I don't know I I would maybe they didn't know
0: I think you can move pretty freely around when it's that time maybe
1: yeah I mean if they're cleaning it'd be hard to to clean with your hands shackled or your feet when you're
0: in prison you're not shackled or handcuffed you're just walking around normal
1: right but I guess the unsupervision is a little bit uh, I don't know They they all committed murder yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> uh all right. So apparently Jesse and Jeffrey, well, Christopher had his back turned, poked him in the back. He turned around and they were both laughing. So they were instigating him, things that they were committed for in prison uh obviously did not sit well with Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um they did things along their sentences like Um, put blood on limbs or bones or whatever that he did and the other guy put that um to face that um, pitcher so just a slow burn right so christopher had enough of these men christopher then beat jeffrey and jesse with a 20 inch dumbbell bar that he removed from the prison weight room he Uh, After he brutally beat the two to death, he went back to his cell and informed a prison guard that, quote, God told me to do it. Jesse Anderson and Jeffrey Dahmer are dead, end quote. Christopher then went under a psych eval and was found competent enough to stand trial. And I kind of have a problem with that because of what he was saying, how he A, he's schizophrenic, Mm -hmm. and B, he's claiming that God is telling him to do things,
0: grisly things. How is somebody sane? Well, competency and sanity are different. So competency just means that you're aware of what's going on. Oh. Like, you understand that the judge is there to be the judge, and your lawyer is there to help you, and the jury is there for their purpose. You basically have to have, like, a kindergarten understanding of things to be competent. So Mm. his attorney would have to plead insanity, which, I mean, it sounds like he could have done that. Yeah.
1: So that was a failure on his attorney's part, if anything.
0: Yeah. Unless there's some cases you don't want to, because I don't know. But I mean, he's going to be locked up for life anyway. Yeah, he's. Because in some cases, you'll get out sooner by going to prison than going to a mental hospital. Oh, I see. Because you'll have to prove that you've somehow regained your sanity to get uh, out.
1: Right, that is true.
0: Good point. Thanks.
1: <laughs> uh, so Christopher received two more life sentences for the additional murders. So sure uh,
0: he was really concerned about that.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm already here. Um however in 2004 Christopher filed a federal civil rights suit against officials of the Wisconsin Secure uh, Program Facility in which he argued that he had been subjected to cruel and unusual punishment contrary to his constitutional rights. Uh Christopher stated that he spent 16 years in solitary confinement as punishment for killing Jeffrey.
0: That's tor- that's really horrible. And for that prick? Yeah. Really? I don't believe in solitary confinement.
1: Me neither. You, studies have shown that people think that they've been there for longer periods of time. When they've been there for maybe, like, a
0: day or two,
1: they're Mm -hmm. like, go insane automatically. You put Mm -hmm. them in there for years?
0: Yeah. 16 years.
1: So... A district court judgment or sorry, a district court judge dismissed the suit against several of the defendants and ruled that the actions of the remaining officials could not be considered unlawful, which is a disgrace. Uh, Christopher unsuccessfully appealed the decision in 2006. Later, uh, federal district court judge Barbara Crabb ordered that. Christopher and about three dozen other seriously mentally ill inmates be relocated from the Wisconsin prison to the Sentinel Correctional Facility in Colorado in response to a class action lawsuit filed by the inmates. Hmm. So he is out of here and uh, Christopher is still in prison serving his time, but he started some new hobbies uh, he, he, uh, self-published poetry, writes songs, writes music compos- compositions, short stories, and prison policy proposals, as well as creating original art. And he has even mentioned writing a tell-all about his prison experience with Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you read any of his poetry? I did not. <laughs>
1: I'm a little interested. Yeah, Um, if I can find any, I'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) Uh, But that is a story of Christopher Scarver.
0: Very interesting. I thought so. Yeah, because you always just hear like, "Oh, well, he killed Jeffrey Dahmer." Right. She don't know what led up to it.
1: Right there, and uh, there was a lot of lead up, you know, based off of all that. So it wasn't just like a one snap decision.
0: Yeah. I wonder if Jeffrey Dahmer was, like, trying to be intimidating that he was doing these things, or if he thought he was funny. I always like to wonder what people are thinking when they do just dumbass things. So
1: I've obviously been really entrenched in this whole Jeffrey Dahmer situation, and Mm -hmm. um, I've read that in, like, his childhood, he would try to do things, even if it's, like, really... uh, put him in a position where, like, people would laugh at him. Mm. Like, he would pretend to be, like, um, like having a seizure or, like, to get laughs, you know, or, like, Mm. pretend to, like, be doing, like, just really stupid things Mm. just so that people would like him and think he's funny and just, you know, and that's how he would create, like, friends. So, I'm thinking a lot of his life is him, like, trying to fit in and then, obviously, this type of person doesn't fit in, so...
0: Right. Yeah. Just looking for attention. Mm-hmm. All the wrong. All the wrong ways. All the wrong attention. So
1: that is next. He's the next one.
0: Yay. <laughs> 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 all right. Today I'm going to continue on my spooky month theme with the haunted roads of Wisconsin. Woo. So my sources are only in yourstate.com. Um, I have a YouTube link to a scary, spooky video Mm. and the B-O-Z-H-O dot com. So it kind of looks like Bozo, but I don't know. (laughs) Bozo. (laughs) Bozo. So let's start with 25th Avenue in Clear Lake. And this road is arguably one of the most haunted in Wisconsin. The hauntings here include the ghost of a woman carrying a baby, and she steps out in front of cars.
1: I don't like that.
0: I don't like that either. And this article said that there have been fatal accidents caused by this. I don't know how they know. Yeah, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that just sunk in. I was like, fatal accidents. I was
0: like, that sounds really spooky, but how? How? Yeah, because they could Something could have happened Their ghost came back and told you Oh, I don't know (laughs) But There is a lot of accidents on this road Yeah I mean it could be It could could be. be And it's said that a lot of these spirits Come from Mo Church Which is said to have accidentally burned down In the early 1900s And 30 people were killed inside And now there's a lot of angry spirits that haunt the rebuilt church and the surrounding cemetery. Ooh. And it's one of those old, like, classic white steeple churches. Oh, yeah. So extra creepy. Extra creepy. And then the cemetery has, like, the wrought iron cemetery sign over it. You know what I'm talking about? No. Like, the black like, metal Moe Cemetery. You're
1: going to have to show me. I'm
0: going to because yeah. it's creepy. Yeah. So, another legend says that in the 1950s, a woman was distraught over losing her baby. So, she hung herself from the bell tower of the church.
1: Oh, my God. So like, she, as if this place needed any more.
0: Yeah. So, she's the woman that's supposedly haunting the street with her baby now.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, grizzly. I know. But then... Other people swear that Paradise Road in Jefferson, Wisconsin is the most haunted. Okay. Everybody thinks their street's the most haunted. (laughs) So I think we should find out.
1: (laughs) I love that this is a competition. It is. I would not want to compete. I'd be like, you can have it. I don't want any of this stress. No. No. No, No, I'm not insane like you. (laughs) I
0: am. So apparently these hauntings began because there were once three sisters who lived on this road and practiced witchcraft.
1: It always starts with three sisters.
0: Doesn't yeah, it? why is there always three sisters?
1: Watch, they were all triplets or something. What That'd be, be even creepy. It would creepier. be creepy.
0: When the townspeople found out that they were practicing witchcraft, they were hung in the woods. Mm. And now they're haunting the area. Why would you
1: hang the people that are doing witchcraft? Like, don't you think that that's going to cause really bad repercussions for you?
0: Yeah. I mean, you would think.
1: I mean, I'd be too scared. You kill the
0: witches. I
1: wouldn't kill them.
0: No. I definitely would not. Now now the world's haunted. Right. People on this road have reported seeing dark shadows, and one person even thinks they caught a ghost on video, so that's what the YouTube link is going to be for. Okay. And there are also reports of strange voices and inhuman, disembodied screams that can be heard while driving down the road. You want to go? No. (laughs) You're trying to get me killed. (laughs) And people also say that the music on the radio gets warped as you drive down the road. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's so bad. Yeah. So if you do watch the video, DM me and let me know what you think about the video. It seems to go along with the reports of short people in robes that supposedly inhabit these extremely dark, creepy woods. They're, like, the size of, like, five or six-year-olds. I don't know if they're ghosts or they're, like... Those kids people that live in the woods but they're wearing robes like monks oh my god they're very scary Ye- yeah i'd be scared i'm already what if scared they just have like a house in the woods like a secret civilization right i made up a whole story in my mind while i was reading this <laughs> <I'm>
1: just like, <laughs> like <really>? terrified
0: <laughs> this one is terrifying to me because it's so dark yeah yeah so when you drive down this road it's completely black. There's no street lights. It's a curvy, dark, completely wooded road.
1: So if I'm not dying by the spirits, I'm dying because I'm getting I'm I don't know, I'm losing control and I'm off the road.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Oh god. And then you're gonna and then the little people are gonna come get you out of your car. Oh no. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh god. One person even claims to have seen the ghost of the decapitated raccoon glistening with blood. What the hell?
1: That's like some pet cemetery shit.
0: It is. Maybe they watched Pet Cemetery before they went down this road. (laughs) Others report being paced by shadows. Like everywhere they go, the shadows are right there. Ugh. And then others have said they're followed by what sounds like the sound of drum beats. Like they said, it was like a rhythmic sound, like a drum beat, but it kept getting closer and closer. So they're like, I'm going to go.
1: Yeah, I would flee.
0: And they went to get in their car. And as they started the car, it felt like another car hit them. Oh, but there was no car there. And they're not the only person that said that they have been hit by a phantom car on this road.
1: Uh, this is all too much for me. This is probably the scariest
0: one that you've talked about. Yeah, I was scared when I was talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I was like, I don't know about this one. Yeah. Could we check it out in the daylight?
1: (laughs) I don't know, man. You would would have to really convince me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And you didn't even watch the video yet. No, you're going to make me do that, aren't you? I'm not going to force you, but I would encourage it. <laughs> All right. Then the next one we have is Church Street in Cottage Grove. And this one is said that if you look out your window at night, you can see a man calling for his dog. And you can see the dog running away from him. Huh. So he's outside chasing his dog. But they're both dead.
1: Now that's just like sad. I'm like the dog
0: is still running away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? But rumor has it that if you try to chase the dog, like you can chase the dog. It'll oh. let you chase it. What? But then when you lose the dog, it'll come up from behind you and grab you by the neck and take you down. No. No, ma'am. I don't know how this rumor started, because I don't think anyone is crazy enough to do this. I'm not crazy enough to try this.
1: I would love to talk to the person that actually said, yes, this happened to me.
0: Yeah. I just, I I can't believe, I can't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're delivering. Taken down by a ghost dog?
1: I would be like, I'm your friend. Right? (laughs) Come
0: home and get some ghost dog food. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. All right, and then we have East Dyerson Road in McFarland. So this is actually a bridge, and it's one of those metal truss bridges. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to show me pictures. They look like the old-fashioned bridge with, like, the things that go up over the top, and they have the metal beams. Oh, kind of like the one in like Green Bay? Like a bridge. Oh. Yeah.
1: Is it like that? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, this one is over, uh, it's 127.3 feet long. It goes over the Yahara River and it carries the East Dyson Road. So, this bridge, which is said to be haunted, was built in 1897 and then rehabilitated in 1983 and then restored again in 2015. So, if you walk across this bridge at night, which why? No. You can hear cries and screams. Just no. No, why are we walking across dark, scary bridges at night?
1: Because Fallon makes you. That's a good possibility.
0: (laughs) 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 Yup. Teenage Fallon would definitely have been out there. Oh my gosh. Without
1: a doubt, if I would have known about this, I would have went there. I'm so glad that you didn't know about it. (laughs) I would have
0: went. I would have walked. Oh, my God. My friends would have been in the car like, I don't
1: know what you're doing. And I would have been like, this is fun. Don't you get scared that something will attach to you? Like, that's what Uh, I fear. I think I have something attached to me. (laughs) 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 Yeah, maybe. Everywhere I go, it's haunted. Is that facts? That's facts. Oh, my God. I mean, I haven't felt anything. I'm pretty good at feeling things.
0: Hmm. They haven't done anything crazy at my office, but at no. my house they have. Hmm. Ghost threw my camera bag down the stairs. It lifted off the table and flew down the stairs. And I was like, hmm, Okay. That's weird.
1: <laughs> right. Rude.
0: And then a stack of DVDs on my end table flew off while I was sleeping. I woke up like Hmm. I'm trying to sleep, dude. Right. And I went back to sleep and I woke up in the morning like, oh, that really happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Maybe it's your house.
0: But it was my other house, too. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, when I get my new you. house, we'll
0: see. We're going to see. Third time's the charm. Okay. <laughs> I'll
1: report back. Yeah, report
0: back. And if it is me, I'll tell you why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, if you decide you're not brave enough to walk across the bridge and you want to drive across mm-hmm. the bridge instead, like, that feels a little bit safer, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think so. Mm. So if you're driving across the bridge, you may experience an old black sedan appearing like it's going to run you off the road and into the river. What? So it gets super close until its headlights fill your back window and then it suddenly vanishes.
1: What is up with all these angry vehicles just trying to like murder you?
0: I feel like it must have flew off the river, or off the river, off the bridge one day, and now it's just mad. Right. Or it was, like, mad at somebody before it died. (laughs) The car died. (laughs) Before the driver died, he was really mad and wanted to run somebody off the road, so now he just does it as a ghost. Oh, my God. Like, this is fun. Just harass people. Yeah. I don't like that. Maybe it's, like, a prankster ghost. Yeah, that's...
1: That is far from a prank. That is literally murder. <laughs> the
0: disgusted look on your face. <laughs> like, this ghost is out of control. <laughs> For real. Okay, next up, we have Eagle Road in Juno. And this road, too, is connected to a cemetery. So it seems to me that the ghost gets bored in the cemetery, and then they just wander the streets. Hmm. So if you live by a cemetery... I don't know if your ghosts walk up and down the street. Oh, yeah, right in. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys have haunting stories, I want to hear them. Yeah. I will tell them. We truly do. Nobody ever tells me any stories. Yeah,
1: we don't hear anything from you guys, and we're kind of sad about it.
0: Mm-hmm. No listener tales. Mm-mm. One. Not one. Not one. Mm-mm. Okay. So, this road is haunted by an old man with a walking stick. I feel like that's a pretty typical ghost division.
1: I wouldn't be so scared of this.
0: No, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. But then, there are the children who play in the road. No, thanks. And so, the children play in the road, and then, just as you're about to hit them, and you slam on your brakes in a panic, they look up at you, and then they disappear. Ugh. Yeah, that's... I can't... Baby ghosts, children ghosts scare me. Yeah, they scare me, too. I'm better with old people, because they're yeah. supposed to be dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's natural. Yeah. Not yeah. like all the old people should be dead. But I was like... <laughs> coming for them. No, but it's like, it's more natural.
1: They're closer to death. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't... I don't know.
0: Never mind. You were going to say
1: something crazy, yeah, weren't you? I was going to say something crazy. <laughs>
0: I don't know what it is about children ghosts that is just a lot. It
1: is, yeah. It always brings me back to uh, The Shining. Yeah.
0: I hope that my guest today isn't <laughs> having nightmares. So nice. There, the guest is not focused. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right. Then we have County Highway M, which and it's by Shetek. This really creeps me out, too. If you drive down this road, there's a hitchhiker, and as you drive by, he will come and stick his head in your driver's side window. I I would crash. Yeah, yeah. While you're driving? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, these are all just so (laughs) crazy
0: to me. Yes, they are. I'm not even getting to, like, half of them from Wisconsin. There's so many. Yeah. I don't know why we're so haunted. Maybe we're all... Wisconsin's one of the most haunted places. Oh, I
1: did not know that.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I don't either.
0: Maybe we can find out. If anybody knows the answer, DM us. Yeah. And then we have Hilbert Road in Hilbert. On this road, it's said that a young girl died along the road in the early 1900s. And her father, never quite getting over her death, still walks up and down the road with his lantern, searching for her. Oh, now
1: that one's just sad.
0: It is sad. And he even waves cars down to come and talk to him. Please don't go if he calls you over.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be really realistic.
0: Um, Some but when you get close he only has half a face. Oh wow, yeah. So if you're driving down Hilbert Road and you see a man with a lantern. With a lantern and probably old timey dress. Dress? Well like he's in a dress now? <laughs> <laughs> no, like he's dressed old timey. It's oh. <laughs> like well, be. you know, even they're very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> These ghosts are very progressive. Yeah. Yeah, if you see a man with a lantern and, um, I was imagining, like, suspenders and a hat. A top hat? Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: maybe that's too fancy. Too fancy? Yeah.
0: A straw hat. Oh, And suspenders. Mm -hmm. And a lantern. Yeah. Yeah. And half a face. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Valley Road in Manasha. Hey, I know that. Do you know that it's haunted? No. I've never seen anything. Me neither. I don't believe it. Fake news. Fake news. For sure. And so it said that a man crashed his carriage on the way to his wedding and now he can be seen hanging from a tree along the road. I don't I understand the story. Well
1: yeah, what? Where why is he hanging all of a sudden? I don't know. So he crashes his carriage and then he's all of a sudden hanging. Yes. And I've never seen this hanging man. Me either. I lived in Manasha.
0: I was just on Valley Road two days ago. Yeah. I did not see any hanging man. No. And why do people always die on the way to their weddings?
1: Is that a thing? Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: I read a lot of haunted stories that begin with, on the way to their wedding, oh my God. they tragically died. Like, the universe didn't want you to get married. Abs-
1: yeah, I was just about to say
0: that. So now you're dead. Yeah. Just be single. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Be single <laughs> while you're dead.
0: <laughs> I have great advice today, you do. <laughs> oh man. Oh,
1: you turned it up on the spooky meter. I'll give you that.
0: they're scary
1: yeah the the one with the the uh the dog that made me sad and
0: scared. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of the sounds from the yes. really dark woods.
1: And I'm scared of the the um, radio being all gurgled and
0: stuff. I've had that happen to me before. Fuck that. So hard. I've gone to hard. a lot of haunted places. Have you? I have. You know what
1: movie you'd really like? What? It's like a... So, it's Gonjim. Gonjim. It's a Korean movie. Mm. And these kids go to a haunted insane asylum mm. and holy shit if you guys have not watched that and you're wanting to get scared i highly recommend i don't get scared by scary movies me either like you're gonna have to really do something mm. creepy and that got me so
0: hmm. i am checking out then all right all right that is a wrap yeah we well, love we you want to thank oh. our friend. Oh, yeah. Our listener. Our listener. um, We love when you guys send us positive messages. It makes us really happy.
1: It truly does. I um, woke up to it and I'm like, oh, my God, my heart is so full. Today's going to be a great day. Right. And um, obviously, we do it for you guys. So we love um,
0: that you guys love it. Mm hmm. Definitely do.
1: If, uh, by chance, you guys feel compelled to uh, say something to us about how much you love us, I would love to direct you to Apple Podcasts if you do have an iPhone. Yeah. Um, On Spotify, you can just rate. Right. It really, truly helps us um, get our you know numbers up there. Mm-hmm push us out more for more uh, listeners to find us.
0: Yeah, because when you're looking for a podcast, you read like, oh, yes. what do people think about this? Right. If nobody likes us, then nobody's going to listen to us.
1: Right, right. So we we obviously love the messages. Mm-hmm. Um, They're always so special to us. Um, but sending it on there, posting it on there, rating us, oh my gosh, that just... Yeah. You know, warms our hearts. It does. Because we love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.
0: All the Sins of Wisconsin was written, recorded, edited, and produced by Fallon and Mims. Thank you so much to all of our listeners, supporters, friends, and family that continually allow us to do what we love.
1: If you love our show as much as we love you, please give us a glowing rating and review. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see what we are up to. And email us your center tales at gmail.com.
0: Episodes of All the Sins of Wisconsin are available for free wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't Don't forget, we we love love you. you.